Hey there, friend, and welcome back to Self-Care with Kelsey. I know it has been a hot minute since we've been here, and to be honest, um, a lot of stuff has, you know, changed and evolved with me and my business, and so I just want to take this opportunity and welcome you back to Self-Care with Kelsey and also kind of reintroduce myself, how we got here and how things started and kind of where they're going from here. So if you don't know me, hi, I'm Kelsey Bentley. Um, I started off in this self-care journey after a lot of things led me here. So kind of working backwards or going backwards and working forward, I grew up in a family that didn't always have it super easy. I moved out at the age of 18 and didn't really have any idea of what I was going to do with myself. And so I went to college for a little while that didn't feel like a right fit. And somehow, not really somehow, I ended up back at cosmetology school. I had done some vocational training while I was in high school. And I went into the cosmetology school one day to get a manicure and pedicure. I was going to treat myself. And when I got there, something about the environment just drew me in. And within a few weeks, I was signed up to go back to cosmetology school. Dedication, the devotion of my time and energy to my clients and um, really just to building my business throughout that time and always being of service, which, you know, is definitely a good thing. It's good when you go into a service-based business to be of service to others. But what I didn't realize was happening um, was that between the relationship that I was in at that time and my career, all of my time and energy were going to those things to maintaining them and growing them. And what really kind of ended up happening is I lost myself in both of those things. And when that relationship ended, I didn't really know who I was or what I wanted. And so I was just kind of in this very strange place. And all I had at that time then was my work. And so, you know, I went even further into my work. So from there, you know, I did that for a while. Then I met my husband and started to see some of the same patterns emerge to the point that I was burning myself out. And this is really where the self-care part of this story comes in. I didn't know at first what I needed. I did what everybody does. I got on Pinterest and I just started looking things up, you know, how to feel better or whatever it was at the time that I thought, hey, this is the thing I need, right? And I happened upon a 21-day self-care challenge. And I so very much wish I went to look it up um, to link it before in... Um, I don't know if it was a blog post or a podcast episode, but during this challenge, it was the first time I had ever meditated. I, you know, you hear about meditation. It's this really like kind of out there, like kind of a very spiritual sounding, kind of mystical sounding thing. And it definitely can be that kind of experience. So then it's like, you don't necessarily know where to start if you're brand new, like I was at the time. So the person who had written the challenge luckily had some, some examples and some uh, suggestions on where to go for meditations. And it just ended up being a really, really good experience for me. And 
the more time that I spent on self-care, the more my self-worth started to grow as well. And I know that those two, they tend to be so interlinked, but I don't know that we always realize the importance of separating them and how each one affects the other. Because when you have no self-worth, you don't really see the point of self-care. And when you start to slowly do self-care in a way that is actually nourishing to you, to your mind, to your body, to your spirit, all those things, when you start actually doing self-care in that way, then your self-worth grows and it becomes easier to do things like setting boundaries and just it becomes easier to take care of yourself, which is funny. It's like kind of like this um, intermingled loop, you know. The more I did it, um, the more I realized there was a lot of really bad advice out there because, you know, after that initial challenge, of course, I wanted to consume all the information, all the Pinterests and blogs and YouTube videos, all the things that were out there about self-care. And let me tell you, it is not all good. Um, it felt very fake. It felt, and I don't say that to be like, edgy or anything like that, but it did. It felt very surface level. It felt very much like it wasn't, it wasn't actually doing anything other than checking a box or creating an aesthetic, which is exactly not what I wanted because to be honest, I had enough to do rather than maintain an aesthetic just at home for myself. So I started to figure out some of the things that did work, some of the things that didn't work. And the more I looked into it and the more I tried, you know, 10 things to do in the morning if you want to have a successful day or the miracle morning. Like if you've been around in my space for any amount of time at all, you know, I have lots to say about the miracle morning, but we're not going to go into that right now. But the more I tried all these lists and these must do activities for things that you need to do to feel good about yourself and be successful and be happy and have a good life and whatever other promises they're making, the more I realized how many of them did not necessarily fit with my life and my lifestyle. And part of that, like the main part of that was being self-employed, being someone who worked a super irregular schedule, being someone who really didn't have the kind of structure that comes with a nine to five and kind of seeing how that influenced both in a good way and also not always a good way. So what I mean by that is, you know, I have a lot of time freedom. I can do a lot of things that I want to do, but also sometimes it makes it really easy to get off track sometimes, or not necessarily even get off track, but it's just like, if I don't have to be at work until 2 p.m. that day, why would I wake up at 5 a.m. to do all these things? You know what I mean? So, and then again, I'm working later, so things happen later in the day. So I just had a lot of um, sympathy, empathy, I don't know, maybe a little both for people who didn't have those kind of regular schedules like that. And so I started to kind of pick out things that made the biggest difference and were not necessarily time bound up into you must um, wake up at 5 a.m. every day and do these things for 10 minutes a piece and check off these 30 things you got to do to have a great day. And instead, just look at what was important for me for feeling good throughout my day. 
And another big factor of that too is that I have for many, 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 many years, many years, um, struggled on and off with depression. Now it's um, primarily seasonal depression, but it really is a big factor. So when you're telling someone, when these blogs and Pinterest and YouTubes and books and whatever else, when these things are telling people, if you don't do these things every day, you're not going to be successful. Where does that leave people who have depression and run businesses or people who have anxiety or another mental health struggle that they deal with? Where does that leave them? You know, because there are a lot of people with all of those things who are very, very successful. So I just started to see a lot of flaws in what was super mainstream and kind of realizing, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't like we don't have to give people rigid lists and rigid routines that they have to do in order to be successful. And so I really, really not only started seeing how my schedule and being self-employed was a factor, but also that all of these mainstream ideas were a factor. Realizing a lot of this, I started to want to share. And that is, if you've been around for a minute, you know that I started as a YouTube channel and then a blog um, with Simply Bentley, which I definitely still have. You can mainly find me on Instagram now, but I started with this need to share. I needed to share the things that I was learning because some of them had helped me so much and some of them were really, really important to the changes that I was making. Over time, how Simply Bentley looks, how self-care with Kelsey looks, it's, it's evolved. And the most important thing, in my opinion, is that this evolution has led me to where I'm at exactly right now and where I want to share with you from this place. So in the last year, I've gotten certified as a life coach and I realized, I have realized since then that the biggest thing that I need to talk about or talk to are self-employed women and small business owners and our relationship to our business versus our self-care and how we can have both and how it can be a healthy relationship. Because when I was first starting out, you know, there's a lot of toxic ideas in the world of self-employment, in the world of small business about basically you have to be on call 24 seven. You know, there's that saying, I stopped working eight to five so I could work 24 seven. And I'm just not about it. Um, I, did that life. I used to answer text messages at 11 o'clock at night and two o'clock in the morning and six o'clock in the morning. And while I was out with friends and while I was on vacation and you know what, that life freaking sucks. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Having a life like that freaking sucks. And it's really no better than going to a job that you hate every day, because at least when you leave that job, you hate every day, you can leave it at work for the most part. Yes. We bring things home no matter what, but you know, generally at a nine to five job, you don't have somebody texting you in the middle of the night wanting you to set up an appointment for them or something like that. And so I've really come to the realization that this is the place because now I've gotten to a place where I'm able to share with people, where I'm able to communicate with my clients in a way that feels 
kind and compassionate and respectful towards both of us and where they still feel well taken care of even when I'm not around, where I have boundaries in place and I actually know how to enforce them to the point that my clients very clearly know. You know, for instance, last week I had a client and she texted me on my business work number uh, or my business cell phone number. And she's like, hey, is this the right number for you? I have a question about my appointment. And I said, yeah, you know, what's going on? And she said, okay, good, because I had another number for you um, for your business line. And I wasn't getting an answer back and I thought this isn't right. And I had the systems in place where she was able to go double check, see that the number was wrong and then come back and text me on the right number. But here's the interesting part. Like this is someone who I've known for 12 years or more. This is someone who has my personal cell phone number. This is someone who I'm friends with on Facebook. Yes, she could have easily gone around and text my personal number and been like, hey, I have been texting you on your business number and you're not answering, like, what's up? And so I asked her about that. I was like, well, you have my other number. You know, if I wasn't answering, I, you know, you could have checked there. And she's like, yeah, but that's your personal number. And since I knew where to go, like, once I, it was a couple days, you had it answered. I just went and found it where I needed to find it. And this is the kind of thing that brings me so much joy. It brings me so much joy that the people who are close to me understand my boundaries just as well as the people who are, you know, just social acquaintances, just clients. And I don't mean just like unimportant, but I mean, that's the only way that I know them but everyone is on the same page with this and that in turn allows me to have a little bit of space a little bit of time and energy saved so that i have things to do or have time to do things like meditate like go to yoga every week like journal in the morning and all of this was not possible for me before and so moving forward on this podcast, I'm gonna be sharing about several things that are really important regarding all of this. The first one being that this is going to have a lot of tips, a lot of ideas, just like it's always had, but they are going to be primarily targeted toward self-employed women and small business owners. The reason I'm doing that is because, like I said, there's so much out there that's so harmful there's so much out there that's just misleading or just trying to prove an aesthetic. And I'm not here to contribute to that anymore. And so what I want everyone to understand is that this is a place where I'm going to show you, hey, here are things that have worked for me. Use these as inspiration, try them out, see what works and what doesn't work, adapt it, change it, make it fit your business, your lifestyle, however that looks for you. The second thing that I'm going to share a lot about, which my next episode is actually going to be about, is the method that I've created that has been the catalyst for all of this, and that's the SPARK method. And this is near and dear to my heart. It has been life-changing for me in using it, in oh, applying it not only to my business, but to every aspect of my life. And it's just... It's, again, something that you can use and see how it fits for your life, for your lifestyle, etc. And so I just want to re, you know, welcome you in. Um, thank you for 
being here. I want to thank you for your continued support because I see those views I or listens. <laughs> I see those listens as they come in and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, stuff that has been here for months and months and months, like it's still helping people. And so that being said, like all those, all those former episodes are going to remain, even if you don't have a small business, of course, I welcome you to hang out as long as you would like, just knowing that this is kind of the direction we're taking here. So anyway, I will leave a few resource links down in the show notes. Um, if you've not followed me on Instagram, then I will definitely leave that because that's where I'm leaving a whole bunch of tips. You can interact with me via stories there, all kinds of fun stuff. But yeah, welcome back friends. And 